What's up, you guys? This is the very first episode of The Quad with Chris Young. I'm Chris. We got Ryan from Miami. What's good, baby? Haley the Bear. Hey. Oh, no, I mean, rawr. <laughs> <laughs> and producer Josh. Hello. Uh, obviously, this is your first time getting to listen to this. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to do this weekly. Uh, it'll be four topics that we discuss every single week. Something on sports, something on music, something on movies, and one hot take, which can kind of be a catch-all for anything and everything we want to talk about. Also, if anybody's wondering what that loud Yeti-like noise was, <laughs> that is a bear. <laughs> not a semi-truck. <laughs> not, not a screeching semi-truck. Not a screeching semi for when Bear gets out of control on the podcast. That'll never happen. Not over under, by the way. Can I set the over under on the on the very first, the quad with Chris Young at three and a half bear noises. Over under. Three and half. Over. Are we going over? Smashing the over. All right. Whoa, no. I wanted to be conservative no for the first one. We already no hit that button me. twice. <laughs> Anyway, we have a lot of fun here. This is something that I've been talking with all three of these people about doing. I think, Ryan, we started talking about this a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. And it's just a passion project for me. It's something that I wanted to do. I'll be able to tell stories about the road. We'll we'll layer those in with some of the other just random things that we love about life. And like I said, music, movies, sports, pretty much anything else we want to talk about. But it'll always be four things every week. And since this is the first one, I want to go kind of around a little bit. Obviously, I'm an RCA recording artist. I have a love of all things movies because I spend a lot of my time on a bus rolling down the road. <laughs> so I think I've seen just about all of them. And anything that you guys don't know about me can pretty much be summed up in when I'm at home, I hang with my friends. It's one of the reasons I like to watch sports so much, that I love music, that I love movies. And that I love these three people that I get to do this podcast with. So I'm going to go around and let them introduce themselves, tell you guys a little bit about them. And we're going to start over here. Haley, go ahead. Hi, <laughs> I am Haley, uh, originally born and raised in Florida, but raised in a Chicago family. Florida, so <laughs> yeah, uh, Cubs, Bears, all the way. I am crazy bear, obviously. Angry bear. You're a Bears fan? No, oh, yeah. You didn't know? Um, aside from that, I've done a lot. Uh, I used to be an animal trainer at Universal Studios, um, working with production animals. So I get gotten to go on movies, work with animals there. I currently now I'm a bartender and uh, a part-time underwater logger as well. <laughs> for the people that don't know, what is an underwater logger? <laughs> you scuba dive at the bottom of rivers looking for old petrified logs that get turned into floors and furniture. So. Yeah, that's a little bit about. <laughs> she sounds way more interesting I, than I me. I feel now. like wow. you buried the lead there because that's what you should have started with. <laughs> All right. Next, we'll go to Ryan from Miami. Ryan. What's up, guys? Uh, Ryan from Miami, uh, born and raised in South Florida. Um, I'm a former sports anchor for CS. That's how CY and I first met uh, when I hosted a fantasy football show for CBSSports.com. Uh, now I'm a news anchor in Tampa. I've been doing sports for three years, just kind of made the move over to news, um, but still obviously have a huge passion for sports, uh, born and raised in Miami. So unfortunately, I'm a Dolphins fan and I've been <laughs> just terrorized my entire life. We'll get to that. By the Miami Dolphins, uh, but also a Miami Heat fan. So I've had some good moments in there and the big three with LeBron um, and also uh, as well. A Miami Marlins fan, which no one really cared about on this podcast, so I'll just let that, <laughs> let that go. Um, but I love sports. Uh, I love music. Uh, I've had the opportunity to meet some amazing people through CY, Josh, and Haley, obviously, two of my good friends now. Really pumped about doing this podcast. I mean, we've been talking about this for so long. I know. And you I remember the, the day you what? brought this up. <laughs> it was a long time ago. What What do you do now? 
Because you did not give any and, information yeah. okay. so, about that. So I am a news anchor for CBS in Tampa, uh, WTSP down there. Been there for just over three years now. Again, I was a sports anchor for basically my entire career. That's how I started. Um, just kind of made the transition over to news. Just kind of a new challenge for me. And so, yeah, I'm a host and an anchor. Um, and and that's what I do. And I'm rocking the CBS logo all the time. So. You are Ron Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> I read what's in the teleprompter at times. <laughs> no, seriously. So excited to have both you guys. And Josh, producer Josh. Producer Josh. Uh, here in Nashville via Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, I am a songwriter and producer. Uh, I met Chris a couple of years ago through a mutual friend. And then when Chris started a publishing company, he signed me as a writer. And so now we write songs together and I work in the same studio with him and we do all of the things. And I love the Kansas City Chiefs and I love NBA basketball more than anything in the entire world. And that is what I'm about. <laughs> I'm glad that we do have another basketball fan on this podcast. Well, like, okay. a, like a hardcore NBA fan. Time out. I, I love watching basketball. I love all sorts. Honestly, if they had a national dice throwing championship, I would be like, you know who's really good? <laughs> they have a cornhole championship. They do. Like to watch they that. do have a cornhole championship. And those guys are bananas. Like, <laughs> it, it, they're way too good at that. Like I've got friends that are really, really good at that game. And it's just stunning to watch some of these guys play that professionally. It's always really interesting because there's so much we can talk about about sports. Even when we go through the normal cycles of NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, there's there's always something else to talk about. And it's one of the reasons that I want to have that as as part of this pod, and one of the things that really gets me amped up for it. So let's let's start there. Let's start with sports. Sports. <laughs> That's, that's actually how normally how you talk. Yeah, that's really how she sounds. <laughs> sounds like that that wasn't not. actually a stretch to do that. <laughs> I think that was like two takes. It to was. Get that. One more time. Hit it one more time. Sports. So there you go. That, that was sports ball. <laughs> that is that is how Haley sounds. And don't don't you dare. You know just as much about sports as most dudes that I know. Yeah, you're right. Probably more, more than I do. I was going to say you know more than some guys. <laughs> so here we go. The first thing I want to start on is the end of the regular season because. I, don't even give me that look, Josh. Josh right yeah, now yeah, looks yeah, very smug. It. Hail to the Dolphins. <sighs> High five. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, okay, gosh. so into the regular season, I just have to say, as far as the Cowboys go, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. I actually got to be at the very last game of the regular season when we just stepped all over Washington, and it ended up <laughs> not mattering because the Y'all Eagles. Yeah, it's a, you know what? It, that That was our own fault. That was that was our fault. If we wanted to be in, we should have beat the Eagles a second time or anybody or else that we played. Could have tried to beat the Bears. Okay, <laughs> or beat any team above five hundred. <laughs> we you know? we on did you. the Rams. <laughs> we actually did beat a team outside of our division above five hundred. Our team. I, you know what? That's a team. The Bucks beat the Rams too. It's funny how that the <laughs> entire narrative all year long was the Cowboys can't beat anyone above five hundred. Then we beat the Rams, and everybody's like, "Yeah, but it was the Rams." I'm like, "You don't get to change your." your stance now that it's we beat a team <laughs> we did what you asked us to do so anyway it, it, it was it was a long season obviously there's there's a lot of bright spots a lot of things to to be happy about you look at some of the offensive numbers top the nfl for our team we really never put it all together in one game outside of a, a couple games against other people in the nfc east which is always good to see because you know that's your division you want to beat people in your division but i think it's just time obviously for a couple things to change. <laughs> I feel like you put that really lightly. I did. I feel I, like had we asked you a few days ago, that would have been more colorful than it, it was. It probably would have been, but I'm 
erring on the side of the fact that that is my team and that I'm trying to be respectful because you never want to call for anyone's job necessarily. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's probably some things that need to change before <laughs> next year. By the way, you were there Sunday for the game against the Redskins. How, how yeah. was that experience being in, in Big D and in the game? It was incredible. It's always fun, right? It was incredible. And they took such good care of me. Shout out to everybody that works with the Dallas Cowboys organization. It, it just so awesome. Actually been lucky enough to get to know Dak through his charity foundation, did some stuff with him earlier this year with that. And so we were shooting messages back and forth and, it was just a really fun day. It, it There's nothing like going to a game. Okay. And I don't care if it, oh, yeah. what that is, hockey, football, anything, just being there, being part of that experience. If you're listening to this and you've never actually gone to a game before and you've thought about it, go. make the time to go to one <laughs> because it's, it's so cool actually being there. As much as I love watching it on TV and I will watch it on TV all year long. I still love getting a chance to go to games. You get did a lot you, more adrenaline when you go to Did you find yourself games? watching the big screen more than you did the field? <laughs> that, <laughs> I've caught myself doing that before. Because you might be at the game, but you're still watching it on the <laughs> that TV. Is, that is 100% true. If you've never been to AT&T Stadium, that Jumbotron is so it's big. <laughs> it is huge. I want to play Call of Duty on that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Who do we have to call for that? I don't know if I can swing that one just yet. I, just, I, I probably need to ingratiate myself a little bit more. Maybe the listeners can help us out with that. Yeah, anybody can <laughs> help kind us of out Jason with that. Jason Garrett here now. Be careful what you say next. If you want to play Call of Duty on the okay. big screen. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Ryan, go ahead. Yeah, I know you want to talk about your, oh, your Dolphins. Man. Look, death taxes in a week 17 win over the Patriots, right? I mean, that is what the Dolphins do. I and we didn't need a miracle this time. <laughs> You know, we didn't need Gronkowski slipping over his big old self. We nope. made it happen this time. <laughs> in Foxborough. In Foxborough, man. Yeah, Gronk was busy spiking a Lego head on New Year's Eve. I think the Patriots could have needed him in that game. Uh, man, my favorite thing, honestly, from Sunday is a quote that I will have framed and put on my wall is Andy Reid's postgame press conference for the Chiefs saying, Hail to the Dolphins. We needed you. We needed you and so we, bad. You, yes. I remember you text me and you go, hey, man, really, really need this. Like, I had anything to do with that game. And I was like, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I hope I hope we can help the Chiefs get a first round bye. And that's exactly what the Dolphins did. Yeah, because I would like to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So y'all better kick butt. I'm going to tell you exactly how that's going to happen. Oh, All right, Josh, gosh. go ahead. Let's let's just say, wait, actually, you know what, before we before we do that. Is there anything that you really feel needs to change on the Dolphins specifically? Because I know you could list a bunch of stuff. There's a lot. Specifically. There's a lot. Well, here's the thing. Other I think, than one Ryan Tannehill back. Well, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> please. I mean, look at every t- Kenyon Drake. Every single player that the Dolphins have shipped off somewhere is, is doing great things this year. I, I think the one thing that finally needs to change is that they actually tear it down. Like the, the, We talk about purgatory in sports. Seven and nine and eight and eight and nine and seven is like the worst place to be in the NFL. Like, bar none. Unless you're the Eagles and the Titans this year. <laughs> yeah, but in the AFC East, the AFC East, you're not going to make the playoffs with that record. So No, no, you're not. No, you're not. So uh, I, that's the thing. I think finally they tore, they're they tearing it down. They got two first-round picks this year, two first-round picks next year. Um, you know, Look, I want Fitzmagic back as the Dolphins quarterback in 2020, man. He looked great this past year. Let him be the stopgap. This cool is what he does, though. I'm yeah. cool with that. He seduces you for a year. I <laughs> And Look, then he lays that, an egg. Let that big, burly, bearded man seduce me all he wants because I I am in for another year of Fitzmagic on South Beach. So let's let's talk about Tampa, too, before we, we get to oh, yeah. him. Oh, and just what you and I were talking about, the, the oddity of your 
first pass with a team and probably your last pass with a team being a pick six. So I had mentioned with CBS Tampa that I've done sports over the past three years. I've actually covered the Bucks. I've been in that locker room every single Sunday. I've been an opportunity up close and personal to get to know Jameis Winston to cover that football team. He is he he says all the right things, right? And that's the thing. Like I, I respect the guy for like saying the right things. But for five years, we've heard like I gotta stop turning the football over. Jameis Winston just became the first quarterback in NFL history to throw 30 touchdowns and 30 picks in the same season. Oh, and by the way, I am praying that that was his last game with the Bucs because the symmetry here would be beautiful. First ever pass in his career against the Titans. Pick six. Was a pick six. Last pass, hopefully, as a Buccaneer was a pick six against Atlanta <laughs> to end the game in overtime. And and the Bucs fell short of, uh, of you know, being 500. So it's Jameis is a, is a great guy. I just don't know how they win with him in Tampa. This is. I'm not making fun because obviously it, you, you really like towed the line there on I being did. polite. Did they make a 30 for 30? How <laughs> <laughs> one man. I, actually, someone, someone, someone texted me this and I thought it was great. What the 30 for 30 would be almost famous. The story of Jameis Winston's career. Oh. <laughs> see, and see, now we went too far. So let's move on. Josh, go ahead. My Kansas City Chiefs have a first round buy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Miami Dolphins. Hail to the Dolphins, baby. Hail to the Dolphins. Here is why the Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> are you what? ready? I time love out. his face That's every not, time he does something. Are you like ready? This. Do you want to talk about the last game? No, I don't. We why don't not? we don't care about the Chargers he's, and we don't care he's about got the last 2020 vision, man. Looking forward. Do you want to you want to talk about that loss to the Titans? Oh. Oof. That was bad. I was there for that one. That one was bad. Up. Do you want to, any any of the other things, or we, you just want to tell me all of the glowing things about how you don't believe in the Baltimore Ravens? I don't. They yeah. peaked too early. Oh so you've said <laughs> on a previous early. record of this podcast that we've practiced. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. So last year, the most exciting team in football was the Kansas City Chiefs. You can fill in. Did you they can, win the Super Bowl? <laughs> the most exciting team. I didn't say yeah, the most Mahomes exciting killed team. It, so he was it's a great topic. AFC championship game. Was it was incredible. Last year. We were D Ford's three fingers away from going to the Super Bowl. Do you remember their record last year? Yes, I do. What was it? Uh, a lot better than the Cowboys. Because <laughs> I know that's yes. what you're going to do. Does that's not, all you take much. But. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we were 12 and four. Incredible season. Off, off the chains. I thought you were looking ahead, not looking back. Yeah. We are. We are. Yeah. Hold on. Do you know what our record is Did this year? Did you just year? say off the chains? Off the chains. <laughs> yes. Off the chains. So you basically raise the roof. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what our record is this year, right now? No. What is it? 12 and four. Do you know how okay. many games Patrick Mahomes missed? Four. four. He didn't <laughs> miss the one against the Titans. That was his first game back. He still threw for 400 yards. <laughs> but, so, but no, wait, wait. That completely undermines your whole point because you were trying to be like, oh, well, we only lost four games. Well, we missed Patrick Mahomes for four. You had him the game that you lost against the Titans. Yeah. We snatched so, defeat from the jaws of victory. Yes, we did. It was, it was awful. It was, it was a horrible, <laughs> it was a horrible letdown. <laughs> In the last two minutes of the game. Absolutely. I'm not trying to step all over your dreams. I know you're excited okay. about the Chiefs. And by it's the okay. way, I've told you, I think they have a legitimate shot at going to the Super Bowl. Here's, here's but you thing. cannot, you cannot ignore the Ravens. And I'm, you can't ignore them just by saying, oh, it's this crazy breakout year for him. He's not going to be able to stand early. the pressure. I, I will 100% say they that. They peaked too early. They didn't, peaked, they didn't peaked, he said, like, the week the after you said that, by the way, like yeah. Lamar Jackson had one of the greatest games we've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. He like <laughs> yeah. broke Michael Vick's record for rushing yeah. yards. He also season. injured his quad. <sighs> the quad. Is that a tie-in to yeah. the name <laughs> of this nice. podcast? <laughs> that was nice. I saw what you did there. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Get well done, sir. Go on. 
The thing is, you have to follow the narrative. Teams that get so close, three fingers away from going to the Super Bowl. Can we say Super Bowl? Do we have to say big game? Do we know? You can goes? say Super Bowl. We can, can say, say Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know I didn't know the rules. You're not using the logo. Okay. Yes, you can say Super Bowl. Teams that get that close know what it takes to get back. That is where the Chiefs are at. They are playing their best defense they've played all year. They are playing lights out offense. And the Ravens just haven't been there before. I do not trust that Lamar Jackson is going to get to the AFC Championship I, game you know, and not lay an egg. I, I really want to see your team do well, but for the pure sake of what you're saying, I hope the Ravens win there. You know what's going to happen. The Patriots are going to be in the Super Bowl. I know. Anyway, so why are we talking about this? Like, why, why are you pretending at all that the Chiefs are going to be there? The know, Patriots man. are going to be in Miami and playing on February 2nd in the Super Bowl. Uh, just about every year, I would agree with you. And I would agree with you if they had managed to pull that game out against Miami and had a bye and were at home. Because I'm terrified any team facing Bill Belichick with two weeks to, to game plan. But yep. when all of a sudden you go from, I'm going to have a bye with arguably one of the most inefficient offensive teams they've ever had notwithstanding the fact that they have Tom Brady, and I know he steps up in big moments. I get all that. Their, their running game wasn't really that good this year. The mm -hmm. the passing game was all over the place. The receivers are all either so new or, or so hurt. hurt. Edelman looks broken. And yeah. he's been playing that way all year, and, yep. and that's so incredible that he stepped up and done that because he knew what the team needed from him. He knew they needed him to be that guy, that anchor for Tom Brady. But I just don't see – how they're going to do that on the road because they don't play as well on the road as they do no, at they home. Don't. And I understand that the Super Bowl is a different thing because that's in different places, whatever. You got to get there first. I just don't see them doing just it. Just don't year. count out the Patriots, man. We make this mistake every single year. But every single year for the last nine years, they've, they've had, a first, had a first round. round yeah. I understand yeah. it. I just, you just, I'm, when, you, when it, when you get to play off football, there's that team and that quarterback turns it up like no I know other team has in, in NFL history. Yeah. Well, here's to hoping they get out. <laughs> Speaking of, Patriots. because I, I was curious about this. Congratulations, by the way, for all of us making it to the next decade, right? Oh, next decade. Yeah. We yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, before we go anywhere, Bears. Oh, yeah, well, we're I, not skipping you. No, one word. I just want one word for the Bears this season. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much me. All Bears season was that was me screaming at the TV. I mean, we won our last game. Not like it mattered. We beat the Vikings. We won with a kick, ironically. <laughs> so, Finally. <laughs> yeah. I. You know what I want to see from the Bears? Consistency. That's what I don't see. I want better coaching from Nagy since they were – they couldn't coach. I'm about to curse. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't swear. <laughs> bleep yourself, Bear. <laughs> I can't talk about the Bears. We're going to have to bleep yourself with the Bear noise. <laughs> with yep. the bear. Yeah, and, you know, they announced that they're going to keep Trubisky and he's going to be the starter still, which – I I want to Trubisky can be good, but again, he's not consistent. He has good games. He has horrible games. I want a constant, a constant good throw, a constant good run. I want to see all of that from him, but he's just not consistent. So I'm not 100% set on Trubisky still being our starting quarterback, but they said they're going to keep him and they said we're going to be consistent. They want to see consistency. Well, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> so, so by the way, NFL NFL memes on on Facebook. Oh, no. You got to follow it; it's great. So they did this video where they imitated. Oh quarterbacks. yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. want to show you Mitch Trubisky's for those that that didn't see it. Yeah, it's Mitch is, throwing it at a tree. This is a guy throwing it at a tree. <laughs> I get it. And you know, that's great. Hey, by the way, that's great podcast audio for all the people out there that can't it, see anything NFL that you're doing. NFL memes on Facebook. 
imitating quarterbacks. <laughs> go look on. it up. It's great. Yeah, now, you were about to talk about the decade. Which yes, the decade true. that was. By the way, we've made it to 2020, and this is something that I, I asked you guys earlier before we started recording this. Best sports moment of the decade, because there's been a lot. I know I'm just mine. curious what what the best one what there's a there's a lot and you, I mean th- we uh, had a tough time when a I was talking about this but which one would you I, I know mine and it's it's Tiger Woods one of the Masters last, just because last year. It, yeah, yeah because it's it's so it's been so long and it's such a story of not only redemption because obviously he went through a very down period in his life which he would admit a lot of that's his yeah. own doing also just health you know you can't control not being healthy. It's what ends a lot of professional careers, whether it's golf, football, any sport. If you can't get healthy, you can't play. They always say the best ability is availability. And there were so many people that were doubting him. People saying he's done. He'll never win. Another, not just the masters. They're like, he'll never win another major. He's, he's never going to be any good anymore. And for him to come back and have that moment, if he never wins another one ever again, that was such a cool moment. I was watching that with other people and everybody went nuts. Even if they weren't a huge fan of Tiger, just knowing what that moment meant, it was emotional. And that's one of the best things about sports. It's one of the things that I love about music. It's one of the things I love about movies. It's one of the reasons that I wanted to do this pod in the first place. Those things can have such emotional weight tied to them. And that moment was that for me. When he hugs his son on the green. Oh, dude. I I, I cried. Like, I legitimately cried. I'm like, yeah. wow. Like, that... that I don't know if there's a more iconic image like in my head when I think of Tiger Woods well, now. And, and just the the build up to it, like he's around 15 and 16, and like everyone's texting Tiger emojis to each other. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. like, oh, Twitter was happening. lit up with Tiger emojis. It's it's it was I think that's all I posted. Yeah, was just the Tiger <laughs> emoji. Yeah. Yep. All right, Bear, what was yours? Uh, without a doubt, the best thing that happened this decade: the Cubs won the World Series. Come on, the first time in 108 years. Not to mention, it was a great series. They came back from three and one. They, well, I, I okay. Let me say this. I will say, I think the rain delay helped us a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's it, what sucks is that I really didn't get to watch the whole game because that was the night of the award show, <laughs> and I had to work. Uh, <laughs> I had to work a private event at our bar, and I was stuck out at the door. So there was no TV. So I kept running inside and watching and I was like, I have to watch this. And then I went on rain delay because we were behind and it just, I think the rain delay made them win. Anyways, it's the best thing that happened because they finally won. And then now we're moving on and we haven't been back yet. (laughs) Well, I will say. (laughs) And fired your manager a few years ago. I know. The one that got us there. (laughs) She's talking about the CMA awards, by the way. There's no context for that. (laughs) People don't realize. (laughs) But that was one thing that was really interesting about that is all the after parties are happening and no one is talking to each other. Everybody was just watching the TV. Yeah. And even at the awards, people were on their phone that they could see people watching. Well, because, I mean, you have a storyline like that. Like, that's. I, I think unlike we we talk about this pod movies music I think unlike anything sports gives you a moment in time that that you can't get back it's like one of those things that you just have to be there for and you have to experience and like you'll never I'll never forget where I was when I saw the oh. the you know the final out and the Cubs yeah, win it and break not. the curse it's just one of those things that I love about sports is it's just it gives you this moment in time that you'll always remember well, and I think everyone was rooting for the Cubs to win mainly because of the whole curse not and- LeBron James. No. <laughs> All right. Well, almost. Wow. Just right under the bus. Seriously. Almost right all of America the was rooting for the Cubs to win. They wanted to see him win. People who aren't even Cubs fan wanted the Cubs to win. Here's why I find this interesting. What was your moment? 
Speaking of which, threw LeBron James under the bus. That was a good segue, wasn't it? Speaking of which, my favorite moment of the decade as I'm rocking a Miami Heat hat uh, right now during this first episode of the pod. Mine undoubtedly was game six of the 2013 NBA Finals, uh, which, by the way, it's the shot that saved LeBron's career. Let's get that straight. It's the shot that saved LeBron's career. Rebound Bosch kicks it out to Allen. His three-pointer, bang. Mike Breen, by the way, best call. Incredible. Incredible. And Ray Allen hits that. Remember, the Heat were down by five with like 26.2 seconds left, and they were bringing the trophy out. They had the entire arena roped off for the celebration. And Ray Allen hits that shot to tie the game, send it to overtime. They win game six. They win game seven. They win the championship that year for back-to-back. That shot, I, 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 I have pictures. I have that in my room. Like, I can watch that over and over, and I still get chills down my spine watching that. Because LeBron missed the shot. He missed the three LeBron got the – or uh, Bosch got the rebound, kicked it out to Allen. That moment, uh, you know, the big three coming together, all of that. I mean, I think, I think they changed basketball and helped change basketball forever with, with those, uh, those three in Miami. So, Go ahead, Josh. Mine is also basketball. It should be 2016 with LeBron winning in Cleveland. Cleveland! I, I was emotional for that. It should be 2015 with my Kansas City Royals winning the World Series. It's going to throw all this other what stuff is it, in though? there. <clears throat> yeah, but this wasn't. <laughs> this one actually... We didn't say top five. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I'm, not giving, I'm not giving you the whole list. I'm just saying this one is so much less important than that. But I cried so much harder. Oh. And it was... October 23rd, 2013, Miami Heat versus the New Orleans Pelicans, and Greg Oden steps back on an NBA court for the first time in years and scores a dunk in the first, like, 30 seconds. You and cried? I cried. You redemption. Cried. It's a redemption It's a thing. redemption. That dude Wait, what? Worked. Yeah. There's a lot of moments in this decade, <laughs> and you picked Greg Oden stepping back on the court for the first time? That dude had so much pressure and was such a bust, and to see him, like, work so hard to get back into the league and get called in and score a dunk on his first thing. I got chills. I started crying. I can't be mad at that. And, and I understand why you're picking it. See, and this is why we're here. We all have different opinions. <laughs> that over LeBron saying, Cleveland, this is for you? Yes. Like clutching on the floor, crying, and Greg Oden walking back on the court and scoring a dunk in a meaningless regular season game is your oh. best memory of the decade. Yes. Okay. I know what I said. And we're moving oh, on. That's then. a good. Uh, that's a good point to to end the sports oh, conversation boy. for today. <laughs> Before Ryan starts throwing things, <laughs> I got a cup of water here that I'm about to toss on. Josh. I don't think we have an angry dolphin noise no, when we, we play that. So it is. Here we go. Let's go to music. Music. I'm always going to talk about something that I'm in the middle of, and you kind of started this, Josh, because on the last day of the year, last day of the decade. We wrote a song, demoed it. Yes. And on the first day of the year, first day of a new decade, we wrote a song and demoed it. And I loved that. I love that that was the way I got to end a year, end a decade, and begin a new year, new decade. Hanging out with friends. Song. Well, you've heard it already. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Where am I in the loop guys, here? I'm the only one of this group that didn't hear it yet. No, they walk in from the right. And I'm like, okay, let me hear it. <laughs> but that, that's just such a, a crazy exciting thing for me there's so many people that always go why why are you doing so many different things because i love the touring side of things we're gearing up for a new tour for this year we're getting ready to announce that very soon it's going to be huge it's going to be over the top last year was one of the biggest years i've ever had so thank you to anybody listening to this if you were a part of that it was insane played for over four hundred thousand people which is just a crazy crazy number Yay. uh 
Thanks, Hell guys. Year, brother. Thanks, guys. And I, I just can't wait to make things bigger and better this year. But there's so many things that go into that. And especially the songwriting for me is always something that I have a passion for. There's so many people on Music Row, which is we're recording this in this basement studio that, that we have on Music Row right now. And there's probably plenty of other people writing songs and, and trying to get things heard on the radio and, and make art. And I've got such a huge respect for that. It's one of the reasons that I was so excited to get a chance to work with Josh and and so many other people that have been lucky enough to cross paths with. So I know this is, you know, I'm waxing poetic just a little bit, but <laughs> it's the beginning of a new year. And this is always a time where I see so much opportunity in front of me and, and everyone else. And I just want to get back to work. And <laughs> I, I've enjoyed being able to start the year that way. And and honor that there's a guy that I'm a huge fan of. And a lot of people are probably going to know who this guy is and, and maybe some won't, but if you don't, I encourage you go check out Logan Mize. That's who I've been listening to right now. (laughs) I met that guy many years ago at the BMI songwriters fest in Key West and got a chance to just kind of become casual friends with him. What a great festival that is, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) For those that haven't had a chance to experience it, it's a good time. Probably not as much songwriting (laughs) gets done at that festival, even though it's the songwriters fest, but he's incredible. I'm a big fan of him. Love his voice. I know a lot of people have, have talked about him saying he doesn't get the attention he deserves. And I completely agree. I think his last album was actually come back road, which was 2017. If you want to go check out a full album, go check that out. He's also got a new single out called I ain't got to grow up. That is on a bunch of different playlists right now on streaming platforms and just go check him out. I'm, I'm a huge fan of him. What have you been listening to Josh? Did you know I used to play bass for him? No. In 2012. Yeah. What? How did I not know this? I Wait, know. what? Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, now I'm learning right, something. Yeah. When I first uh, when I first moved to Nashville, Logan was one of the first people I started. Him and Love and Theft. Those were the first two gigs I had. That's okay. awesome. Nice. I love yes. those guys too. Yeah. Yeah. Bear, what have you been listening to? <laughs> uh, actually, I haven't stopped listening to it. And Ryan was stuck in the car with me the other day when I was <laughs> listening to it. I was singing to him. Uh, I've been stuck on Camila Cabello's album, latest album. It is so good. <laughs> like, legit, like, I have not stopped. Every time I get in my car, I replay the same songs over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And my favorite song on there right now is This Love. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's like, you should, you should see it. I really wanted to hear some country music when I got in your truck and all you were playing was it's, me like that. Was yeah, like, I was I'm obsessed. I was like, I was like, at first he's like, who is that? And I was like, you know her. I played her old songs like Havana and all that stuff. And he's like, oh yeah, I do actually know her. And I'm like, yes, now you got to listen to this whole album. It's so good. And then I sang to him. <laughs> it's so good. Let me tell you. And then she sang to you. <laughs> she sang to me. Do not sing on the podcast. Then, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the over. We just did the over. That's four of those. I bet on it. It's all insider right. trading. There you go. If, if the truck wasn't locked, I might have opened it on the side of the road and jumped out. I have a beautiful voice. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, what have you been listening to? Each to each their own. Uh, I, you know, I love exploring different kinds of music, um, different kinds of country music specifically. It's, it's just my favorite genre. Right now, I've been listening to Adam Doliak, Neon Fools. Uh, yeah. I love that that song. I love his voice. And by the way, a lot of people might know Brett Young's story of how he was a, a baseball player, got injured, and then got into music. A lot of people don't know that Adam was actually a really, really good college baseball player and decided to go the, the, the music route. And you know, we're all better for it. Um, you know, and, and he, he puts out some amazing music, uh, but I just love that song. I love the symmetry of that song. I love like the way he sings it. And um, it's just, it's such a great song. If you haven't heard it, Neon Fools, it's just, 
it always it always hits home for me when I listen to it. I agree. I love Adam. I've gotten mm-hmm. to write a couple songs with him. Super, super talented guy. So go check that out. If you can't tell, every week we're going to be talking about our favorite songs and pretty much trying to push you towards other artists that we love. <laughs> and, and I'll have some stories here and there. Josh, what what have you been doing lately? Well, I've just been in the studio working on <laughs> everyone. I owe, you know, 30 plus songs all over Music Row right now, working on our songs. Every demos. day, every day I rewrite a new one. Every day needs a new demo. But um, I've been listening when I have free time, which is rarely. I listen to a lot of podcasts, so it's I'm not really listening to music. But when I do, um, I've been re-listening to Augustana's self-titled record. It's their third record, the one they did with Jakir King here in Nashville. And there's a song on there called "Steal Your Heart" that just like gets me pumped when I'm in the car. Is it like a all right? Upbeat song? Steal yeah, Your Heart yeah. does not sound like it'd be an upbeat song. Oh, it's song. upbeat. <laughs> I don't even know what... So, like, when you're 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 getting ready to go, man, you gotta you gotta get pumped up and steal your heart. Steal your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very emotional right. guy. Yeah. I yeah. gotta get pumped up like, and I, steal your heart, yeah, girl. Let's, let's go. <laughs> steal your heart. It's like Indiana yeah. Jones, Temple of Doom. It's <laughs> <laughs> a tough, tough pull. <laughs> <laughs> Every, there was just this dramatic and pause. Out. Everybody's like looking around. They're like, oh, okay, that's, 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 that's your cool. amped up song. That's cool, Josh. <laughs> Seriously, go check uh, go check all that music out. If uh, if you're digging on any of it, let us know. Let me know. We're, we're going to have more and more things that will come out of this. This will be available more and more places. Obviously, if you guys are listening to this right now, I'm I'm dropping a link on all my social media, as will the rest of us, just where you can go find it for now. But we've got big things planned for this podcast. If you guys enjoy it, and it's it's something we're going to continue to do just because I enjoy it. Even the practice ones that yeah. we did in December getting ready for this. So much fun. Yeah. So, which by the way, I don't know if we mentioned to people, most of the time I won't be in studio for a lot of these. Pops. A lot of these, you will be down in Florida in Tampa. Yeah. yeah. Which, which we've worked out some of the kinks. Hopefully, <laughs> knock we on did. wood. Um, we did. And so a lot of times I will be FaceTiming in and, uh, and hanging out from afar. Uh, <laughs> but then there will be many times where I'll come up here to annoy bear personally. In oh. the studio, so. Or just keep we'll you. come to you. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but you live in kind of a really cool area. It's uh, 75 and sunny. I'm actually taking the boat out on Saturday and Sunday. Down great. Florida, oh, so. great. It's, so we're it's, definitely coming down. You guys want to come on pod. down? You let me know. And Sounds we'll, really we'll nice. We'll do the pod uh, from a sandbar in the middle of the Heck ocean. yes. You can't do <laughs> that today. It's <laughs> pouring <laughs> rain. Do they have Wi-Fi? I don't know. If... I could, from my phone, personal hotspot. Right. There we go, baby. Done deal. All right. Well, let's move on and go to our next category, which is movies. Movies. Two of us have seen this movie. Two of us have not. I want to talk about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yes. One of us has not seen any of the new ones. <laughs> he is not Wait, Have you seen any Star Wars, period? Yes. I've seen the original okay. three. Okay, he scared the crap out of me that, the other day. That really worried. <laughs> yeah, he, did, he yeah. said, oh, I haven't seen any of those. And I was like, you haven't seen any Star Wars I've movies? Seen, it's like, who are you? Why are you even new, on this new pod? Hope, who are Empire, you? <laughs> Jedi, we're good. Which, After that. And that's I'm that's out. fine. And and once you said that, I was like, I get it. And and we actually in, invited you to go see this with us and a couple of our friends. But being that you hadn't seen any of the new ones at all, you would have been completely and totally lost. <laughs> yeah. And just so you guys know, anybody listening to this, if you're like, oh, I got to tune out because there's going to be spoilers, we're spoiler free unless it's something from like 1990. <laughs> if, if it's an <laughs> older seen movie, it by now, no recent movies yeah, spoiled. If, if there's a reason for us to the to boat not. hits the iceberg, are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> what do you mean Leo does? What? He was Jack dead? Dies. Oh, Jack dies. no. <laughs> so, <laughs> moving on. I, there's there's a lot of things to to dive into with this. Some of them would be spoiler related that I was really, really pumped about. Some of it is very, very nerdy. I may go into that at a later date <laughs> on <laughs> some of the things that happen towards the end of the film. But overall, I thought a, a lot of things that I read in the reviews of this movie are very true. First of all, I thought it was good. I thought what, it was good, too. Haley? I, I definitely enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed going to see this movie. I thought it wrapped up a lot of the loose ends. I thought it, it was the last in the series, wasn't it? Uh, yes. This, this is, is it. it. This mm-hmm. is it. You're done. They're done. I, I thought Daisy Ridley acted some scenes just absolutely spectacularly. Like there's emotive moments where there's like these pull in close up shots on her face and her acting is spectacular. Yes. And not just her. There, there were several people in the film that, that did a wonderful job. Adam Driver, I thought was great. I think if you see this, and I think you should, yes, by the way, absolutely. if you if you like Star Wars films, if you just want to go see this one because you've seen the other two, I think you should go see it. At the beginning, it's almost like they're trying to fix the fact that everybody thought the last one was a bit of a letdown. Yes. So there's a couple things that they retread, and I'm not going to say any more than that. But it's really interesting because it seems, you know, when you watch a music video and it's jumping around so much, it's hard to keep up with. Yes. You're like, the, thinking back, okay, where where are we now? You're like, okay, this, this is moving too quick. It's it's too jump cutty. He literally said that as we were walking into the theater and I was like, I was literally just going to say that the very, toward the beginning of the movie, it was very jump, 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 jump. And it's the first 30 or 40 minutes of the movie. It's not bad. It's just they're trying to cover so much stuff in such a short amount of time. It, it, it comes across a, a little left-footed. Some of the reviews I read said it didn't tie up a lot of loose ends that people had hoped. Did you get that sense? Well, okay, here's the other thing. You're also fighting, and I read this about one of my favorite, this is going to sound like they make no sense with each other because I'm comparing two totally different things, but follow me for just one second. There was this amazing, amazing video game that was done by an indie creator called undertale and if anybody knows what i'm talking about i'd be shocked (laughs) this is very i'm going full nerd for a second it was so good and it was so critically well received and everybody in just the major populace that played it loved it so much the creator when he made the next video game called deltarune went out of his way to say i'm worried that no matter what i make it's never going to live up to that feeling that people have on this game that's like five six years old we're talking about movies that are older the first ones for a new hope and everything else older than me and and it's definitely older than all of us all of that (laughs) nostalgia it has just been building towards this moment and and it's so when you put a a final like a finalized product too a lot of people expect a lot out of that right when this is like the final in the series yeah that and also man it's just there's going to be some people that are going to be unhappy no matter what, no matter what you do with the film, no matter what direction you took it, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, well, what happened here? It's like, you can't put everything into that one movie while you're trying to tie it up. I thought for the most part, it it, it comes across, it's going to come across to some people as very fan service mm-hmm. where they kind of went out of their way to do the things that people expect them to do. But I liked it. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it tied pretty much everything up as well as it possibly could. And 
I think you should go see it. Yeah, I thought it was scripted well, too, especially towards the end. So. All right, I'm in. Yeah. I think you should go see it, man. Yeah, I do. Seriously. Done. Definitely. And I'm self-professed, as I've said a couple times. I'm a nerd. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) There's a water sitting by the mic stand over here if you'd like to partake in that. I'm out of water, though. You you want want some of mine? Sure. There you go. Good I'll teammates share my water over here. With you. <laughs> whiskey whiskey helps think, too if you want I that. I don't even think you should cut that out. You should leave that in. That's right? fine. <laughs> great. Josh, I feel great. Thank you for your contribution to podcast number one, Josh. Yeah, I mean, it's pouring rain outside. I don't think pollen's the issue here. I don't know what's going on. Couldn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> you you okay, man? You look uncomfortable now. <clears throat> I was choking earlier. It was fine. I'm fine. I'm your good. eyes right. are watering. Right. You're sweating. I'm good now. Okay. okay. All right. We're fine. We're fine. Anyway, I, I really do. I liked it. There was a couple people that were walking out of the theater with us that said, I didn't like it. And there was a couple people that were like, it was okay. And I think that's kind of where this one's going to live. Obviously, a lot of people are going to go see it. It's mm-hmm. already uh, crossed, I think, 800 million worldwide. It's going to be a billion dollar movie. As much as a name people, attached to it helps for sure. Well, of course, but also <laughs> a lot of people are, are trying to to fall on Disney going, you rushed it, you made it too fast. The editor, uh, one of the editors on the film was quoted as saying it was it was a rushed production process towards the end. Maybe it was, but that was their intention. If you're going to make a billion dollars on this movie, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. So. And they wanted to, I mean, look, you wanted around the new park coming out too. You wanted around that same time. Yeah. I mean, this, this didn't happen by accident when it was put together, by the way. You mean they... <laughs> intentionally put a huge tentpole movie out during the holiday season when everyone's off and could go see it and could go to the theme park if they wanted to as well. What? No No. way. This is shocking. Disney gets us again. (laughs) Disney first Disney plus and now this. Sing it, Disney. (laughs) Darn you, Bob. All right, Um, let's move on. We got to do one last thing before we get out of here today, which is our hot take. <laughs> Better so be good. scorching for the first one, baby. That's why you're coughing, Josh. Is that you had to you had to scream that hot take? Thing. I probably couldn't do that again, even if I tried. <laughs> Wait, that's you? That's, that's, that's Josh. Yeah, that's Josh. Play that again. I got to hear that again. Hot take. Yeah, dude. That's him. Yeah. I think how he did that, in one, I think he did that, that in one take, actually. This was the second take. It was the second yeah. take? Okay. First one was good. Second first one, one was good. good. Second one was better. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that a handful of times and never knew that was you. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. me. So we're going to do something that I am personally invested in. We've talked about this as friends before, but I'm going back to it because this is our very first official podcast that people are going to hear. The hot take for today. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Yes, it is. No, it is not. It is a sandwich. No, No, it is not. Yes, it is. Explain to me why a hot dog is a sandwich. It's, It's meat on bread. It is a sandwich. Okay, so that would mean a taco is a sandwich. That's meat on. So is a pizza. That's... Okay, Ooh, no, it's a sandwich. Oh, it's, theory, it's, it's meat on it's bread. bread. It's a sandwich. By your you... definition, a pizza is a sandwich. Then. No, that's not. Oh my gosh, meat no, on it's bread. Different. It's it's. I guess you don't have to have bread. meat on your pizza. Is a quesadilla but... a sandwich? No, that's a quesadilla. Well, there's bread, meat, <laughs> and cheese. Okay, All right. so what what so is your, what is a sandwich then? No, all right, it's not an open face sandwich. It's what. This is what drives me nuts. A about hot this. dog is a hot dog, and a sandwich is a sandwich. They're two very different. Okay, but is a hamburger a sandwich then? Yes. Yes. Okay, so why is a hot dog not a sandwich? 
I disagree with that dog. too. I disagree with that too. A hamburger is not a sandwich. It's a hamburger. Do you know why I feel this way about hot dogs and hamburgers? Because if you take a hamburger patty, it is still a hamburger. If you take a hot dog out of the bun, it is still called a hot dog. Adding the bread is a vehicle to get it to your mouth. Sometimes you don't even need bread. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which, by the way, so then fast. should we call it a hamburger sandwich? No. <laughs> well, because it's turkey oh. by itself, but you put two pieces of bread, it's a turkey sandwich. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see where you're going with did this. Did you or did you not eat a hot dog prior to this podcast? <laughs> I did. Okay. did. That's why I wanted to talk about this. So what's right. a corn dog? You know what? Here's the Ooh. thing. Ooh. That's a good question. Let's, let's go not back. a sandwich. Not a sandwich. <laughs> even if you put it on bread, it's oh. on a stick. It's on a stick. Oh, meats on a stick are completely different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. Before we get way, way too far Before out the of screeching this. semi rolls yeah. off the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ha- a hamburger, I can see your argument for a hamburger being a sandwich, actually. I can. I can. It's two pieces of bread. Right. Okay. A with hot a dog bun. With meat in between. A hot dog <laughs> bun is specifically made for hot dogs. That's there why it's no called space. a hot dog bun. There is no space on the bottom of that bread. It is one piece Have, of bread. My, my hot dog bun always splits, so it's technically two pieces of bread. <laughs> You're learning a lot about Haley in this podcast today. <laughs> Why? I think, that's a, I think that's a metaphor. I, are you are you ripping open the bread to put the hot dog in? No, it's because I because she wants to get to the I meat. She doesn't want to worry about the bread. Hot dog. I put okay. pickles and everything. <laughs> well, according right. according to Go the ahead. very reputable source Uberfacts on oh what is Uberfacts on Twitter say? Twitter it says the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council officially declared that the hot dog is not a boom sandwich. this is a lie that is a lie it's official that's official it is official what that makes is a them council official? that is a council people How do you got get... together for a meeting to determine that there are minutes well, <laughs> yeah, there are minutes there's a treasure well, let them know. Haley the bear says it is a sandwich. Oh, that's the over. Oh, man. It is a sandwich. By the way, we started this debate in 2015. You and I, by the way. It's it's never going to end. You came to the studio and we started this debate in Fort Lauderdale in 2015. Yes, there are people listening to this right now that are probably like, nope, that's a sandwich. They've already signed off at this point. They're done. (laughs) They they stopped listening to us as soon as I asked the question. They dropped the hot dog and immediately pressed stop. Hot dog is not a sandwich. It is. Okay. We'll agree to disagree. The people who decide what a hot dog is said it's not. The actual council. They're wrong. I'm right. They're wrong. The council of hot dogs. I want to meet this council, sounds by like the a, way. Sounds like a Saturday Night Live skit. Wait. I want to meet these who people. Who are these qualified people to decide this? Is this like the Oscar Mayer? <laughs> Jimmy Obviously. Dean was invited Jim as a consultant. Okay, but what if I cut up a hot dog and I put it on regular bread? You would be a terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like back in the day. Yeah, because back (laughs) when you never could, when you didn't have hot dog buns, but you wanted a hot dog, you put the hot dog on regular bread. So it's a sandwich still. Here's the thing. When I did that, it was the, you know, the the square unnamed bread. It was like there wasn't, there wasn't a logo on it. You just get the bag of bread. you, You put the hot dog in the microwave. You take the hot dog out and you put it in the center of the bread and you fold it up but, on one piece of bread. <laughs> so that's not split. Okay, so so then do we have to define a sandwich by two pieces of bread? That isn't well, connected. All right, now now everybody's going to start going. Well, you can have an open face. Yeah. What about lettuce? I don't well, think that that's a sandwich. A lettuce sandwich? I think I think that that's meat sitting on a piece of bread. 
Oh, man. See, oh, this no. is getting way too complicated. <laughs> We're about to get into the weeds on this. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Should we <laughs> consult Should we consult with the, the Wiener Council over here to yeah. figure out? <laughs> I mean, I'll, have to be I'll, I'll send an email. Okay, yeah. Can we inquire, please? Thank Put you. me We're on send this an council. Put me on the council. <laughs> okay. We've gone far enough today. I really, really hope you guys have enjoyed doing this. Like I said, this is a passion project for me. All of my friends, they get to be a part of this. We're going to have some guests at some point this year. I think that'll be a whole lot of fun. But really, this is going to be the core of everything. Each week, we're going to have four topics. We're going to discuss them. We're going to goof off. And hopefully, you guys get some laughs and some enjoyment out of it. And I will say, as a tease for the next pod that we do, I normally would not tell you guys my hot take. That's not going to be the rule. But you're going to have to think about this one. Because it is my top five war movies after 85 and no i do not mean 300 <laughs> saving private ryan uh, that would, that would qualify that what would about qualify. avatar no <laughs> <laughs> just trying see, to figure out what a war movie is you, all right see star wars you uh, no. <laughs> it oh has war in the title that's okay well this we're gonna figure this out before we come back next week but i've got i've already got my I top need five. the parameters i've already got my top five i will give more parameters for you guys we'll narrow it down but I just want to say a huge, huge, huge thank you from me. You've been listening to The Quad with Chris Young. I'm Chris Young. We got Haley the Bear. Bye, guys. Producer Josh. See you later. Brian from Miami. Adios. Love y'all. Let's do this again next week. And...